Hi and welcome to another CaddyCube Tuesdays. This is a special CaddyCube Tuesdays about CaddyCube Tuesdays. And the only person I can talk to about CaddyCube Tuesdays as a retrospective, looking back on the 115 episodes we've done so far, is Anton Schulke, who's been behind the scenes, uh, managing everything behind the scenes for the last, what is it now, two years, three years? Yeah, something, something between two and three years. 115 episodes, you said. Yep. But we're into the third year. This is the one five, yeah. Okay, so but it will be close to 150 uh, or at the end of this year, no? We're looking at 150 by the end of the year, 115 right now. We had the big birthday cake for the 100th episode with Carrie Rose, I believe it was, uh, a few months ago. And well, I wanted to start with, oh, the song. A quick hello and we're good to go. Welcome to the show, Anton Schulker. I wish I could sing. <laughs> you could try. No, 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 not on, not, not in public. <laughs> <laughs> now I've just realised you've heard that song two hundred and thirty times because I sing it at the beginning and the end. Yeah, you, you, really you miss a couple of times. I also miss a couple of episodes. Yeah, but it's it's two hundred. Yeah, well, put it two hundred times. Yes, and you still love the song. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice one. It's a short one. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice because it's short, and I'll quote you on that, Anton. <laughs> Brilliant. We always start off with the brand SERP, so I'm not going to break from tradition. And that's your brand SERP. We created your website a year ago, and it now ranks number one, giving you a little bit of control over the top of that brand SERP for, your, for yourself. Um, the website hasn't had quite as much of an effect as we had hoped. We initially triggered a knowledge panel. It then disappeared. So we're going to have to get back to working on that, and we're definitely going to start that this month. We'll get you a knowledge panel, Anton. Don't you worry. Then I thought I'd look at the CaliCube Tuesdays brand SERP, and literally, I, I'm absolutely no cheating at all. Anton Schulker and Jason Barnard is one of the rich site links. <laughs> what were the chances of that? And CaliCube Tuesdays has CaliCubeTuesdays.com at the top, which is a, an experiment we did of creating a site just for CaliCube Tuesdays i.e. the website is the entity home for CaliCube Tuesdays, and it turns out that's a really strong strategy uh, for brand SERPs and for knowledge panels, I hope. Once again, we're trying to get a knowledge panel there. We've got the rich site links, and then just obviously lots of videos, including Nick Ranger, Andrea Volpini gets in there twice, which is a bit of a cheat. Um, Google making a lot of sense of our brand SERP, i.e. showing the things that people are going to want to see, which is because CaliCube Tuesdays is a live stream series, videos. Um, and Anton Schulker, the live stream guy, hot news today. Um, <laughs> here we have uh, Lee Odden, who has named Anton as one of the top 20 B2B influencer marketing experts to follow, which is an amazing achievement for you, Anton, eh? Uh, yes, amazing. I was gobsmacked, but uh, I, I think it's slightly, maybe not slight, maybe it's only because of the uh, Ukrainian war and my saga in Ukraine and out of Ukraine and my coffee shot uh, uh, post every day uh, du during my time in Ukraine and, and everything. Uh, Lee wrote to me later after after oh yesterday because he published it yesterday and he mentioned Ukraine saga. So I I probably think it's because of of the war. Uh, 
Uh, I wish I wish it would happen. I mean, I wish war wouldn't happen, but I'm, I'm absolutely honored and gobsmacked being, being on it. <laughs> Anton is gobsmacked. Well, my personal opinion is you deserve it. I mean, you're one of these people, at least within the kind of people, the industry I'm hanging out in. Everybody loves you. Everyone respects you. You've done immense amounts for everybody. And from the CaliCube Tuesday's perspective, when you look at 115 episodes, you said you missed a couple. I think you might have missed three or four. So you're, you, you, you've been here the whole time, like WordLift as well, supporting me and this effort to kind of to share knowledge um, and from my perspective, to get knowledge from other people, uh, which has been amazing. So what we were going to do is look through the CaliCube Tuesday's archives and just kind of discuss what we what we remember. We, before we go, can, can I ask you a question? CaliCube, uh, it's a nice name. I never really never know how what's, what's the name uh, all about. What does it mean, CaliCube? Right. Uh, yeah, that, that's a lovely question. Uh, uh, we actually did a case study on managing a brand SERP for a unique brand name because we wanted to compare it to managing a, a brand SERP for a, a generic brand name. So we had Backpacker Job Board, who's a client of ours, who have managed to dominate Backpacker Job Board, which is obviously a generic term. And then we thought, well, we'll do a case study on CaliCube, which is a unique name. I'm a big fan of unique names because unique names, you can bring your own meaning to the name. And from my perspective, CaliCube, actually I had some help from my friend Hugo Scott, who used to be in the band with me in the 90s. Uh, Cali for me sounds like quality. Mm. And Cube is square, simple, solid, reliable. Mm. So you've got solid, reliable, quality is CaliCube. And then we use the Falcon as this kind of, you know, uh, a, a bird that flies off with some freedom, with some lightness, and yet strength and power. And colorful because I like colors. How does that sound? Is that logical? Yeah, it is very logical. I, would, I would think it is well, very, very logical. And uh, uh, so basically you were thinking about the uh, name of your own company uh, with a vision of uh, how Google would look at it and it would be unique and everything. Is, is it correct? Yeah. Uh, the idea is to pick a unique name so that we could create meaning around it. And that meaning is the meaning that we have in our minds. So CaliCube means what it, the, the CaliCube brand means what you experience with CaliCube as opposed to what you associate with a name like Backpacker Job Board. Um, so you've asked me why we called it CaliCube. One is to dominate the brand set simply. Uh, the other is because I wanted to build meaning for our clients and users. And uh, the other actually it works in French and English. Qualité and quality is the same and cube and cube is the same. So it works in French and English and we're a French company. So that made sense. What I am surprised about is why you didn't ask why we called it Tuesdays. <laughs> because it's on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I did like one of the guests once asked us an, an email, can we do it on Wednesday? And my reply was, which part of CaliCube Tuesdays don't you understand? Yeah, well, pe people tend not to read many, many words. Yeah. Uh, so probably well, he only read CaliCube. Um, yeah, okay, so we're, we're clear on the CaliCube, but uh, what about uh, name and brand? For example, yeah, obviously some, some companies, they have history of, of a name with they, they've been having a name for I don't know, 10 years, 20 years and it's not unique and it's very, very not unique. So it's very difficult to just, just, just put, uh, like uh, I work for Duda 
And Duda, as a single Duda, it is not very unique. Uh, and it's, uh, in several different languages has diff very different meaning because it's just a noun. Uh, it's, not, uh, it's not a name. Uh, and it's named for several people as well. So I think with name of the Duda, it's so difficult, uh, how would you say, to dominate a syrup, isn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, in terms of knowledge panels, you need to become the dominant entity, i.e. the entity that Google feels is dominant. And that's a, a mixture of the confidence it has in its understanding and the probability that somebody is actually looking for this specific Duda as opposed to another Duda. And becoming yeah, a dominant entity is very much geo-specific. So if you have a person in Poland called Duda, it's going to be more difficult. Uh, in France, you wouldn't have somebody called Duda, so it's going to be easier. Okay. Yeah, but you still... So, for example, in Poland, you basically have very little little chance with this name. because uh, and or, or in Spain, because Duda in Spanish has a meaning. The word Duda means right. down. Dull. So if, if I'm in, and I'm in Spain, for example, right now, so if you're in Spain, you, you, you're looking for Duda, you probably would uh, get, I don't know, translate Duda to English or, or this, this, kind mm. of, this kind of things. So, uh, okay, it's not about, well, I'm not trying to sell Duda right now, but it's, it's a question, is it those kind of uh, companies should really think about and rebrand? No, in fact, I mean, you can rebrand. It's a massive, massive, massive uh, job. And obviously, I'm now going to set up my product with this CaliCube Pro. Uh, Dave Davis rebranded using CaliCube Pro, and he said it was one of the easiest things he's done because CaliCube Pro just brings up all of the reference to the old name. You go in and you change them to the new name. And he said it took him two weeks to completely dominate his new brand SERP, uh, which was wonderful. So from that perspective, with a small company, it's pretty easy. With a big company, you've got all your branding on all your printed materials, uh, all of your different websites, all the different presence. I mean, that's a major, major task. Facebook did it, did it to Meta incredibly well. Um, but in fact, you can either think about rebranding or you can think about becoming that dominant entity. And there is an application called Windy, and that dominates the brand SERP. They have dominated their brand SERP by the pure consistency of what they talk about, who they are, and the volume of people who actually search for Windy who are looking for this specific application. So if you have a common name and you don't want to change it, which is totally understandable, you simply have to work on that domination, the probability people are searching for you, and it becomes this basically traditional marketing effort to push your name out there and to get your name to mean something in people's minds. Once it means something in people's minds and they associate that word with you, Google will follow suit and you will dominate your brand. So Windy don't completely dominate it. There's a couple of places for Wikipedia, for example, but definitely they've got 80% and the 80% that matters, which is the top. Interesting. There you go. We weren't talking about that, actually. I don't know why we got off on that topic. Oh, because you asked me about CaliCube. What I wanted to do was show this delightful de uh, design that uh, Veronique did. Uh, of all, well, It's not all the guests. She's picked some guests, and she's made a lovely, colorful, for people listening in uh, on, on a podcast, it's a beautiful image, colorful photos of all the wonderful people that we've had on the show. Uh, looks really good, and we've been using that to represent CaliCube Tuesdays. And for me, that's exactly what CaliCube Tuesdays is about. It's amazing people sharing wonderful um, 
insights and secrets about specific topics that they know inside out that I don't. And the colors really represent the fact that it's fun and enjoyable, as well as being helpful and interesting. I mean, you recognize loads of the people, in fact, all of the people on, on that. No, I recognize all of the people, and I also immediately recognize Bill Slavsky picture. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately, he, he died. Yeah, he 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 was wonderful when he came on. I mean, it's incredibly geeky, and uh, I absolutely loved it because he always answered all the questions incredibly straightforwardly and incredibly helpfully. Um, and I always, always, always got so much out of him. I mean, who else stands out there other than the wonderful Bill Slavsky? Yeah, all right for you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just, it's it's a difficult choice. No, I, I'm, I'm not go, gonna go with it. I'm not gonna go pick anyone in particular. Uh, but I, I can see most of those people in SEOs. Well, some people probably content marketing more than SEOs, but most of them are really oh, some PR as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not picking anyone because I particularly think that the episode was better than anybody else's because every episode is always wonderful. But I mean, somebody like David Bain, I loved his pump and funnel marketing explanation. Uh, Dave Davis really enjoyed chatting to him about the SERPs. I mean, I love the way Dave Davis writes, the way he speaks, how well he explains all of the stuff that he knows. Uh, Danny Goodwin gave me my first opportunity to write on Search Engine Journal. He was wonderful. Erin Sparks, I keep hanging out with him despite myself. Um, and he's so much fun and shares so much immense um, and I think only Nick Ranger came with a presentation, and you, <laughs> and you had to explain every single slide uh, for uh, for for I want to say radio listener for our podcast audio listeners. Yeah, but we, this was a kind of well, funny in a, in a way thing. Yeah. But yeah, no, that was brilliant with Nick Ranger. I mean, it was a wonderful presentation, and explaining the slides as we went along was actually quite a lot of fun. Um, and next to her is Mad Singers. What I loved about that one is that he's he's this, this guy with this kind of incredibly, um, what would you say, masterful presentation of how to run a business. And ever since then, within the CaliCube team, we cite Mad Singers very often. His advice about running a company is amazing. And then below there, I see um, Rebecca and Corey. They were so, so amazing. They're two of my favorite people, smartest people I know uh, in the industry. And Kevin Indig, incredibly delightful as well. Um, Cindy Crum, wonderful. Um, Barry Schwartz. What I liked about Barry Schwartz is he came on and I managed to make him laugh. And that was my whole point in the Cali Cube Tuesdays with Barry, Barry Schwartz is, can I make him laugh? And I did. So I'm proud of myself on that one. Uh, Tim Solo. Yeah, he 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 was uh, he came on about a month after the start of the Ukraine war and was incredibly uh, informative. And he has family in Ukraine. Um, immense kind of kudos to him for coming on and, and being able to concentrate on something else for half an hour. Uh, he was amazing. Um, so we have now into season three. And I've actually got the list, and you say you can't read them, but what I was going to do is show the three seasons here. Um, there you have the first season. It was 31 episodes. We started with James Mulvaney in June, and it was you who told me to start. You said, you're not going to any conferences anytime soon. Com COVID isn't going to end. We need to do this online. Do you remember that? Yeah, but it was 
the only choice and everyone did it. Yeah, I remember you were doing it uh, personally uh, and uh, you did it my one person and, and a lot of people. And obviously it's, 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 it's more fun doing it personally, of course. Uh, yeah. But uh, COVID, yeah, didn't, didn't leave much chance. No, and you you were saying a lot of the people in that photo are SEOs, and I think actually that's probably a bias from our perspective because when I look at this list, we've got James Mulvaney, uh, Dr. Uh, Addison Zhang, we've got Bengu Atamar, David Avrin, Neil Schaefer, Patrick M. Powers, Ryan Foland, Matthew Tenney, Ted Rubin, and Rand Fishkin. And up to Rand Fishkin there, none of them are SEOs. Yeah, Rander and Fishkin is on that uh, that that panel, that, that picture. And he probably is. None, we, none, we, none of them, yeah. Yeah, we started off in a very kind of marketing um, angle and then moved. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that we're mixing marketing with SEO because I obviously come from SEO. And I would like for from now on to move more towards marketing because I don't think SEO exists in a vacuum and I don't think you can just look at SEO. If you don't look at the rest, you're not doing your job, even as an SEO expert. No, of course not. Even technical SEO is not, not uh, a very, very separate part. Obviously, nowadays, content marketing and SEO are very, very close um, as well. So other, other part of marketing, probably as important, we just, or at least I'm talking for myself, I just don't know. Uh, those community as well as uh, SEO. Right. Yeah. Well, we had Barnaby Winter. I remember him very clearly because he had a, a bucket theory of funnels and I misunderstood and I asked him to start at the bottom and work up his seven-step bucket theory. <laughs> and at the end, he, he said, but I'm supposed to go from the top to the bottom and you made me go from the bottom to the top. And what was nice about that is having said that was the wrong way around, Jason, and it was really difficult for me, he's actually now put that on his site as his favorite interview. So maybe making it a little bit difficult for people is a good thing. Yeah, but probably if you're doing it for a few years, you you, you should be very, very able to go eight, eight points from other way, other way around. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, and that first season, I mean, I really thought that was going to be the first season. Then I'd be off around the world again, interviewing people face to face. Uh, and that that simply didn't happen, as we all know. Um, and we moved into season two and we went totally bonkers. Uh, 56 episodes in 2021. I suspect we were just bored. Yeah, I think almost everyone is because, for example, why Netflix and Zoom made so much money and became such such a big names. Actually, Netflix is is probably not doing very well now. No. Uh, <laughs> maybe about people just just now I wanted to travel and everything. Yeah, of course. What what else would you do? Uh, I, I remember looking at uh, not not only CaliCube but any kind of webinars and everything. So everyone had. A, I first had a really in, uh, in like double double audience because everyone went there. But after that, everyone went to uh, to do episodes. Every everyone went to do podcasts and webinars and live streams. And there were so many, so our audience basically disappeared because it was split to so so many of them. So at the beginning it was easy, and after that it was very very difficult to get audience. 
Right, yeah, I mean, and that is the thing that's kind of proliferated. So there's an awful lot of podcasts and events and webinars and, and getting the audience in is actually uh, becoming uh, more and more difficult. But at, at the same time, I mean, we're, we're doing okay. We're getting over 100 visits, 100 reviews, sorry, on YouTube for every episode. But we never get much of a live audience. And I'm wondering what we're doing wrong there. Yeah, my, my experience about live audience, uh, obviously, you have to have a big, big uh, list because, okay, um, the normal rate is about, I, I don't know, one third. So if people mm -hmm. register, if you if you allow people to register, which is a good idea because it will send people a reminder and everything, uh, maybe if you like, one third of it will come for, for live. Otherwise, people say, "Why? Why should I bother life? I can I can uh, watch or listen it later." And um, uh, I, I I don't know. It's it's probably it's a, like a vicious circle. If you have plenty of uh, life people watching you, you have much more uh, many more questions or, or comments. Mm -hmm. So you kind of kind of you're talking to your audience, uh, and and it will. Uh, give extra dimension to, to your uh, to your live stream. But if you don't originally, you don't have them, so basically your live stream or your podcast would be as good uh, in, in recording as good as uh, as live. So uh, which don't motivate people to really go in time and watch it live. Right. Yeah, no, the thing about Cali Cube Tuesdays is I really enjoy doing it live because on a Tuesday – let's say at three o'clock in the afternoon, I really don't feel like turning up and doing an interview. And the fact that it's live forces me to do it. Uh, and I think forcing myself to do it, I enjoy every single one. Um, so kind of I turn up dragging my feet thinking, oh, I'm not really up for this. And then as soon as the conversation starts, I'm happy as a lark. Um, and here I'm noticing Alessia Korobka, we did about image SEO. That was really wonderful. I mean, she's so smart um, and brought an awful lot to the table that I still haven't fully investigated. And it's and now I can see here a year ago. Um, and I, I and remember as well, so I'm looking down the list, Teodora Petkova, who comes up with these amazing um, ideas about semantics and the semantic web. And I sit there and just my mouth open thinking, oh, I wish I knew all that. I wish I could keep up with what she's talking about. We had Russ Jeffrey as well from Duda. And now I'm looking down the list and, and we've got Gennaro Corfano. And that was the first episode where we did Passing the Baton. And he yeah. passed the baton to Simon Cox. I love passing the baton. Uh, it's very difficult from point of view that left and right, and because it's a mirror, <laughs> mirror image, so nobody can can do it right on a, on a first try. So, but and eventually people, probably, I decide not not to, to do to do the visual thing that you say. Okay, I'm I'm passing the baton. I'm yeah, getting better at it, but then I've done like a hundred of these, so I immediately <laughs> think, right, I know it's that way around. Uh, but it is kind of funny because everyone's got, oh, oh, is it left or right? Because it's all back to front. Um, and uh, passing the baton is is kind of like fun, just in the sense that we can then use it for the social media promotion for the next week's Cali Cube Tuesdays. Um, and I'm I'm getting slightly concerned that I won't find anything interesting to say, or I won't, you know, that 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 little snippet won't be as good. And sometimes I don't get it quite right, but the guest always pulls me out of the water, as it were. So there you go. We've got the passing the baton. The passing of the baton started with Gennaro Cofano. I'm going to check on that. It was about 
I think it was September time. Um, so we've now done almost a year almost of passing the baton. It goes, it goes so quickly. And then on to season three, uh, which we're in the middle of now, um, we're up to episode 27. And this year we've been doing uh, monthly roundtable specials with Wordlift. Very geeky, all about semantic SEO and knowledge graphs. Um, and they, they've been amazing. So it's kind of been two CaliCube Tuesdays most, uh, sorry, two CaliCube Tuesdays once a month um, with Wordlift. And we've talked about building knowledge graphs, semantic SEO uh, over and over and over again. And they seem to have an immense number of topics to talk about. Well, we did one last week with uh, Matt Arts and Emilia. Um, that was brilliant. I really enjoyed that. Matt Arts is an anthropologist. And I was too ashamed to ask him to tell me what an anthropologist is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, he, he ended up sorry go ahead you should yeah because, yeah, I, no, don't, I, because I don't know no exactly yeah. and then i asked him afterwards and he said oh you should have asked because most people don't know what one is and then he was talking about with knowledge he was talking about known knowns known unknowns unknown knowns and unknown unknowns and i didn't dare ask him to explain that either and i'm hoping to have him on the podcast in a, in, a, in a couple of months so that he can just explain that concept because um, he's absolutely brilliant. I think some things are very difficult to explain without visuals. Uh, it's why there is a difference between actually a live stream or webinar, whatever you call it, and the podcast, classical audio podcast. Uh, and it's very, very, very different. So uh, explaining what you said I can't even repeat what you said right now. Known, unknown, no unknown, unknown, and all these kind of things. But explain it just in audio conversation, I think it would be extremely, extremely difficult. Uh, but uh, with some visuals, I think it would be much easier. So probably this is a good topic for, for video, I uh, uh, think, for webinar. I think this is a very different thing. Kaliki managed manage to, to kind of to do it to do both, and I think reasonably well, uh, because maybe for for sake of audio version, you don't go very, very, very technical. But as, yeah. as I said, some, some things would be very difficult to explain. But I've seen many podcasts which has a video version, and usually, usually, uh, one of the version is not doing very well because. Oh. Uh, because podcast is very non-visual for obvious reason. You drive in the car, you can listen to your podcast. Uh, but uh, some technical things needs to have visuals uh, because we mostly we're doing uh, video things. So some technical needs to be uh, explaining with the visual things, which you cannot do on, on a podcast. And uh, a webinar also, you can have more people than two. On a podcast, we try to have more people than mm. two. And usually it doesn't work really very well because it's so difficult to, especially if you have, a, I don't know, three men. For example, mm. it's so difficult to distinguish who is talking. On a video, it's much, much easier. So it's why I think it's what you're doing is it's very, very. You're trying to to uh, go yeah. this way, uh, trying to please both both worlds, and it's not easy. M maybe this is a reason why we don't have that many live uh, live viewers because our views is still more podcast than live stream. 
But yeah, no, that, that's true. And as you say, it's a very kind of delicate line. And, and Nick Ranger being the extreme, uh, which was actually fun. But I'd be intrigued to know if anybody actually enjoyed that podcast, if it's maybe even more fun because of all the explanations, or if it just doesn't make sense. I, th- I think it is very, very difficult to follow a slice uh, on audio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it, it, it depends on the slides. I recently had a, uh, a webinar with Chris Simmons, and mm-hmm. he's talking about agencies and uh, coaching agencies. And I said, okay, it's a webinar, so let's have a, a slice. And he brought the slides. Every slice will just have something written on it, and that's it, nothing else. Okay, no. we, are, we eventually figured out that uh, the main thing is he wanted to put uh, uh, what is uh, gift gift image which would be moving, but the system just didn't uh, accept gift, oh, right. so he, he removed gift and eventually he ended up with just with just every slide with a written on it on it, which makes no sense. We kind of rectified it, we put it him on every slide. He's but uh, uh, this, this is this is a thing. So. Those kind of slides, it's very easy for you to go go on, yeah. on audio, but they make no sense on video. No. And slides, so, which makes a lot of sense on video, would be very, very difficult. Okay, you have a chart. Explain chart. It's so, 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 so bloody difficult. That's why I think it's so, 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 so delicate line, and maybe most of the people should, shouldn't do that. No, I, yeah, no, I think I think it is it is difficult. And the other thing is sometimes you well, you put up things on screen, little comments at the bottom or a screenshot that that illustrates what we were talking about. And at that point, we have to say for those listening on audio only on the podcast, we've just seen a screen that shows one point six billion searches a second by Google. I think that was what one of one of them was. Um, I'd be actually very very surprised if. It was that number, but I remember you put the number of searches per second or something uh, during one of the episodes. Um, but that basically for me is it. We've got three seasons uh, and still going of Cali Cube Tuesdays. It's been absolutely wonderful. 115 episodes. Anton Schulke, the man behind the stream, uh, the, the stream and the, the screen, <laughs> the live stream guy, Anton Schulke. Thank you very much. Uh, still, yeah, I have another question you have to oh, answer. No. So what are the plans? I mean, I, are you going to go back to a, a real conversation and a real interview, or are you going to go uh, and do it online as, as you, you used to for last 115 episodes? Right, yeah. The, I actually went and tried to do some uh, face-to-face interviews. And I've kind of forgotten how, so I'm going to have to get back into that. I find it now very difficult looking into people's eyes, which is what I did before. So I'm going to have to train myself back up to look in people's eyes and have that face-to-face relationship. But I think that's a very common post-COVID problem is that we've done so much on screen that when you're face-to-face, you feel a little bit uncomfortable and a little bit uh, out of out of place. Uh, but definitely, I want to go back to doing face-to-face interviews because I enjoy them so much. Um, I think I'll probably do it without the uh, the video because the video makes it too complicated and makes me doubly nervous. Um, but I'm going to keep going with the Cali Cube Tuesdays because it's regular, it's fun, and building up this content with really smart people who are teaching us stuff is really, really powerful. And what we've got coming up, in fact, we were talking about SEOs and non-SEOs, is um, 
as from August, i.e. next month, September, October, we're looking to expand much more. We're putting in people from a totally different universe. And we're having somebody coming on, for example, to talk about TikTok. How to, how to get TikTok working for your business. Um, somebody else saying how to make money even in midlife uh, on your own as a remote worker. So trying to spread it out to different ideas about marketing, about uh, online activities to build your business, to build your personal brand. Um, and I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, less focus on SEO. So instead of 80-20 in favor of SEO, it's going to be 80-20 in favor of general marketing. That's going to be great. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, now, now, now you can finish. Thank you very much, Anton. That was absolutely <laughs> delightful. The retrospective on CaliCube Tuesdays, 115 episodes, three seasons still going. Thank you, everyone who watches this online and listens to it as a podcast. You get the outro song for the 231st time. A quick goodbye to end the show. Thank you, Anton. Thank you, Jason. CaliCube. It's all about your brand, Serp.